Welcome to Catholic Sports View, a look at the athletes and coaches who shape the Trinity League. Exploring where athletics meets faith. Now, here's your host, Bob Gibson. Welcome one and all to Catholic Sports View. I am Bob Gibson, and we are, of course, brought to you by the Catholic Diocese of Orange. Another big show this week as we continue our transition from the fall season into the winter sports and uh, another basketball preview coming for you here today. We're going to talk with the boys coach at Jay Sarah Catholic, and that is Keith Wilkinson. Uh, had a nice discussion with coach. Things really looking up for the Lions this year. I think they're going to be one of the top teams throughout the season. They're certainly an experienced team, as we talked uh, uh, with coach about. And, uh, you know, they, they've kind of been through the battles of uh, this group. So I, I think they're poised to make a big run this year. And uh, who knows, maybe break that stranglehold. Uh, that's been there for a while on the Trinity League Championship. Uh, Bosco and Modern Day certainly have been the teams at the top there. Can Jay Sarah kind of crack that and get in there? I think they've got the kind of team that could do it this year. So we'll hear from Coach in, in just a minute. But, uh, you know, speaking of the uh, beginning of the winter seasons, uh, we're going to bring you some of uh, the rankings as we look at the basketball rankings for the CIF Southern section. Let's start with the girls. And th- these are the watch lists. So we don't have top tens yet. Uh, these are just the teams to keep an eye on throughout the season. So as we start uh, on the girls' side, uh, certainly in Division One, we have Orange Lutheran, Modern Day, Rosary, those three teams right off the top, teams to keep an eye on in Division One, certainly, but the boys, Division One stacked. Uh, don't forget Sierra Canyon, Sage Hill, also Bishop Montgomery, Etiwanda are in the Division One as well. So uh, it's always fun. North Torrance, another one here on the list. I'm, I'm just seeing here, man, so many great teams. I could go on and on. The, uh, the I think it's 13 teams listed here on the watch list. They're all great programs. As you move over to Division 2A, where Santa Margarita resides, they are, of course, on the watch list as well in Division 2A. So uh, it's going to be fun to see uh, Coach Sarah Bell and, and see how she progresses even more now uh, with the Santa Margarita program that really is uh, on the upturn from just a couple of years ago. Boys basketball, Division One. Uh, who else do we have, right? Modern Day, St. John Bosco, Santa Margarita, Jay Sarah, all on the watch there in Division One. Surprise, Orange Lutheran's not there, but uh, certainly a team uh, with a, a lot of program, with a lot of experience, and it certainly could have something to say for themselves uh, in Division One as well. And we know Servite, man, uh, over there, Servite is, is getting things turned around, right? They have a second-year head coach over there. We're, we're going to talk with him very soon here, and uh, we know he's continuing to turn things around over there as well at Servite, and they are in the upswing. All right, let's uh, get into our interview for the week. Keith Wilkinson, now in his sixth year of surprise, and I mentioned that to Coach. Uh, I didn't know it was six years yet. I thought it was four. I thought in my mind, eh, I think it's his fourth year. And then when I actually looked at it, I said, man, six year there at J. Sarah. And, uh, of course, going through the covid uh, season, uh, when they made a big, big run in the, in, in the playoffs and that had to be cut short, unfortunately. Uh, but so much great talent, uh, has come through Jay Sarah. We've seen some great players and some great teams. And boy, coach really has a good one this year. I think they're primed to make a run this year. Uh, you can feel that excitement, uh, coming from South Orange County. So here's my conversation earlier in the week with the Jay Sarah Catholic boys basketball coach, Keith Wilkinson. Coach, uh, thanks for joining us and, uh, good to see you again. Thank you for having me, and uh, I can't believe we're already back. We're here mid uh, early December, I guess. Right, it, it's it's that time of the year, and uh, right, it's uh, I I talk about it on the show so much. You know, we make that transition from fall to winter, 
but the transition for you happens so much earlier. And maybe it's not even a transition. Maybe it's just so you're around now that this thing is ingrained and, and especially with the program and the, and the success you've had. It's so funny. It, it can be year round. One thing that we do, I think <clears throat> that's unique to, to some is we try not to do anything and we really don't do anything except for guys have the gym availability in the spring, but mm-hmm. we'll go summer, you know, get all the showcases in the summer that you do. You got all the fall league stuff. Uh, and then obviously the winter season. Um, the one thing I think we do that's unique is we let our guys either play a different sport or go, or, or go, um, play club, but just get away from us. Don't hear our voice from basically March until June so that they can kind of get refreshed, if you will. Is that important? And not, not only for the kids, maybe, but for you and your, and your staff as well. Oh, priority. Uh, priority number one. I mean, I, I, there's so much time dedicated to it all summer all fall and especially during the winter uh, that is priority for, for my family, my own kids, our staff, their family, their kids that, you know, they get to see their dads and, and, and we're around because there's stuff that we miss during the year. So huge priority in, in our own families. Yes. At what point do you start itching though, to get back into it? That's a great question. I, I will say every time that we do, we did it this year, which was Cali live for the first time. And they did an unbelievable job with that. And then section seven, uh, in Arizona is one of the coolest events going, you know, where college coaches get to come watch you play. You get to play against great competition. Um, Cali Live is fantastic here right in our backyard in Orange County. And then mm-hmm. Section 7 in the Arizona Cardinals Stadium is so fun. And right when you get back to that, you're like, okay, here we go. It's, uh, we missed <laughs> it because it's, uh, it's very exciting for sure. Right. When, when you start to look at it, right, you start to know, you, you know, the kids that are coming back. You know, obviously, and, and for the new kids that are coming in, how do you make that integration for, for for the new kids who are new to the program? And obviously, it's different, right? There's kids on the lower levels that are coming in, and there's kids who might be good enough that they're going to be able to, to to move up and 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 contribute as a varsity player, even as freshmen, as 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 we know now. So, what is the process for kind of both groups of kids? Yeah, you know, it's for us. It's it's um the summertime is is we try to move people around as much as we can. So we like our freshmen to play together. Um, so we'll play early as a freshman all together in a freshman tournament. We'll move some guys up, JV, varsity, see how they do, uh, get a taste of it, um, and see if they can and have success. And just the, the one thing that I, that's fortunate now is uh, this is year six for, for me. Uh, my, I've been fortunate to have our staff together for uh, six years as well. I've lost a guy here or there to, to other jobs, which is great, what you want. Um, but a lot of continuity from freshman to JV to varsity, uh, the last couple of years. And so, and that being said, we've had a lot of, a lot of guys that are four year guys here now. I mean, my, my varsity team, I have 10 seniors. I mean, the most I've ever had is seven that continue playing. I got 10 now. It's insane, but it's awesome because they're all four year kids. They know what the program is. And so they set the standard and it's really easy for our freshmen to come in and be like, okay, this is what it's like. And so. Summer's evaluation period for us. We've, we've got a really talented group that comes in and kind of just the biggest thing is where can they play? Um, a lot of times there's the emphasis of I want to be on varsity as a freshman or I want to be on JV as a freshman. Nobody cares <laughs> about your freshman year, especially <laughs> when you're trying to, to, you know, have a goal to play in college. It's about yeah. where can you develop and where can you get better? And so the biggest thing for us is where are you going to be able to play and have impact minutes and whatever level that is, that's where we decide at the end of fall, where, what team they're going to be on. As I was doing my prep for the interview, I thought, you know, I was kind of just thinking to myself, what is this, like year four for you? And then I looked and I said, yeah, year six. Wow, man, this has gone 
quick, right? Are you comfortable or are, are you, are you settled in? Not only as, you know, as a, you know, high school basketball coach, which we know you, we know you came from the college ranks, but do you have that comfort level? Not only there, but the comfort level too is in the J. Sarah community with so many great coaches and so many, so much great athletics happening there on, on your campus. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's so fun. It's uh, We've had such great continuity, first and foremost, at the school. I mean, our president, our principal, our athletic director have all been here at the time that I've been here. Uh, you know, our principal is working on the entire time since Jay Sarah's. We're celebrating 20 years this year. Our president, I think, is on like year 12 or 13 AD on year seven or eight. Um, and so there's been such great continuity on the leadership side that's made it really easy over here. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, after year one, I felt really settled. Um <laughs> You know, that first year, I was just trying to figure it all out from coming from college. And then uh, year after year one, it was just this community is unbelievable, felt really settled and welcome, had a, a great second year. And then COVID comes and you're like, right. oh, my gosh, like <laughs> what a crazy two years we experienced there. And then last year was the first time we you know, had no restrictions and it felt so good to get back to some normalcy in, in high school sports. And it's great to see all the success our teams have had. I mean, from our, our water polo team going undefeated, being the number one team in the nation, to our boys' soccer team being the number one te- team in the nation last year, going, winning all three. I mean, it's just our cross-country teams. We've had so much success on this campus, and I think that's been because we've kind of found our our, our niche, if you will, our, our continuity and uh, our stride as a school, as a community, and it's awesome to be a part of. And I've gotten so used to being a high school coach now. I'm two years away from catching up to my college experience, so – I did eight in college and I'm six at high school, but I feel very comfortable. And, you know, the best thing, too, is the relationships with the high school coaches in the community. That was the hardest thing at first. I knew a lot of guys, but it's different when you're 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 competing against them, working with them. Yeah. Uh, you get to build real relationships. And there's some great coaches here in Southern California and, and guys that um, I've become really close with and and lean on and. Even in stuff like scheduling, where it's just, you know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to find games. And, you know, year six has been a lot easier than year one because I'm kind of cold calling people. And now you have relationships. And so that's been great, too. You know, obviously, you know, relationships are huge within in the basketball community. And, it, and you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a big community, but it's a small community at the same time. Even within your school, are, are you able to have relationships with other coaches and other sports that you kind of rely on? You pick their brain. It may not be basketball related, but it may be some some kind of stuff that you're able to gather from the success they're having that you can apply to what you're doing. Oh yeah, we we're very fortunate. Our athletic director does a great job of of, uh, of we have monthly meetings as a staff, just as head coaches, uh, getting everyone on the same page, knowing what's going on in our program, and then. I'm very fortunate right down the office, uh, right down the hallways. Uh, I think arguably the best baseball coach in the country. Uh, right. in Brett K. So right. I, get to, I get to walk in and see him and talk to him every single day. And, you know, just uh, on life, on, on kids, on, uh, you know, the differences of coaching a 14 to 18 year old, stuff like that, just that we can relate on. That's all coaches deal with. Yeah. Um, and then just the other coaches around here in the community that we have, whether it's Brett K, whether it's a new football coach, uh, who's a great man of faith and Victor Santa Cruz or, or guys like Eric Hurst or soccer coach or water polo coach, um, Brett Ormsby. It doesn't matter who it is. We have such great coaches that it's, it's great to be able to pick their brains and, and spend time with them. I'd say the one I probably spend the most time with and just get to talk to is Brett because we're literally, he's right next door to me. So <laughs> it's fun to, to, to chat and talk about, you know, just strategies and, and how to get to kids. And that's the most important thing is just finding the, the EQ of how to get to kids because you got to reach, you know, 
18 to 20 different kids on your roster and right. everyone has a little bit different buttons in terms of what motivates them. You mentioned now uh, here we are in early December and that's tournament time. Yeah, how important is that? How much fun is it for the kids? How important is it to get that time together when you travel a little bit, you kind of get out uh, to, to some other places? It's huge. I, I always, I'm a huge proponent of it. We've done it the last, gosh, ever since COVID really. I mean, we've started the year on the road and it's awesome. Our kids get time to bond, um, spend time in the hotel. We try to run it like you would in college. It's dang near college here on campus, what it looks like, how they right. work, how they study, right. all the facilities that we have. And so we try to run it like I have in college and we get our kids to travel. We're fortunate to go to Fort Worth and have a great trip out there. And it's just such a great experience for these kids to step onto a college campus and get to practice on a college campus, get to tour the facilities, get to see everything uh, of what they're working for gives them great perspective. And then just the time together, whether it's in the airport or uh, in the vans or, or whatever in the hotel uh, watching film, just the bondage that that creates early in the year, because I like to put them in, in as, as tough of environments as possible. So that when we get to playoffs, there isn't anything we haven't seen. So if we have to take a four hour bus ride on a Friday up to Oak park. Like we're prepared for that because like <laughs> we, we've seen it all in the preseason. So always try to do that early and it's awesome bonding time. And, and uh, I think really early on, too, guys, there's always so many games. I mean, shoot, we've played – we're going to play four games this week. We played two Friday, Saturday. You know, have the little nicks and bruises of guys. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be opportunities here, you know, where guys can step up and their stock's either going to rise or it's going to fall a little bit, depending on how they do in the game and their practice habits. And so um, it's opportunity for kids, too, when you travel and, and play a lot of games in these tournaments and showcases early in the season. Uh, seven and zero start uh, as as we talk uh, right now to, to to the season and you boy you guys are scoring points in bunches. This has got to be good to see as a as a head coach. Uh, three four games in the eighties. Uh, you scored ninety points in a double overtime win. I, I want to ask you a little bit more about that. But so far, uh, you know, this is a team. They, the game is to put the ball in the hoop, and your team's doing that so far. You know, we're we're lucky. We've got a lot of guys back from a, a very good team from last mm -hmm. year. And the leaders with, you know, Aiden uh, Fowler, Sebastian Rancic, both first team, all all conference, all county, um, you know, guys. So they have the experience. Um, they've done a great job, a great job of, of picking and choosing when they go and when of getting other guys involved, which they can both score 30 any night. And there's been nights that they've both done that, which is really huge for us. But other times, too, I mean, Sebastian had 14 in our last game. Uh, but had a lot of bigger impacts in other ways. You know, Aiden had 19, but I think he had like six assists or something like that. And it's, we have a really talented group of guys. And I think the biggest thing that I've had this year, which is why we're scoring the ball is we have depth and we have shooters. So it's really nice to have that. And, and, uh, and then lastly, I mean, just like I said, experience, I got guys like, uh, Cornhole, Ben Rabara, uh, who, uh, Diego Martinez, who have all started a ton of games last year. They're seniors. And so. There isn't many environments or, or, or situations that they haven't seen. And so uh, that's been huge. And, and we're making shots because I think we're taking great shots. And that's the biggest thing that we always stress in our program is, you know, we want to play fast. We want to score in those, those upper 70s, high 80s. But we're also going to really guard, um, which is very important to us. And the way we can guard is we take great shots. Those shots go in or we, we know what when those shots are going up so mm -hmm. we can get better defense. I'd love your senior combo. You just mentioned with Fowler and, and Rancic, Aiden Fowler, Sebastian Rancic. The two of them, it shows you the two different ways basketball can be played because there's about a foot difference between the two of them, right? One's 6'10", one's about 5'10". It just shows you really in basketball, you can win in so many different ways. It's it's unbelievable. Those guys couldn't be more different in their stature. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, too, I think the one thing that's, 
that's bonded them is they're both very, very, very competitive. Um, when you talk about guys uh, and, and why those two are having so so much success, if you're to come in here at 6 a.m., you know, four or five days a week, those guys are going to be leading the, the, the tallies of who gets in here and does the extra work. And so it really doesn't matter at the end of the day what your stature is and how tall you are. It's, it's the work that you put in. And um, those two have put in more work than anybody, which is why they're having the success that they are. Is it about being battle tested? Is it about having a team like this that's, you know, that's already, already seen some, some time together, seen some big games and, and coming back and, and being, you know, kind of senior heavy. And, you know, that's those, those, those are the kind of teams that they can make some noise during a season. Yeah. You know, this is, um, it is they're, like you said, they're battle tested. Uh, mm-hmm. they've seen a lot of different situations. I think, uh, if you look at our schedule, I honestly believe that we play as hard of a schedule in the country as anybody. Uh, we'll play some of the best teams. We'll go everywhere to play them. Uh, I mean, you look at our tournament this week, all really good teams. There's just no real cupcakes on our schedule, if you will. Um, so it's a battle every single night. And, you know, it's always tricky. I always say this with seniors. Like, it's so great to have that experience with seniors. But at the same time, too, there can always be a tinge of, of selfishness with seniors because everyone's trying to get theirs. And mm-hmm. I want to go to college and I want to do this. And it's my last chance. And so um, you walk a very fine line of experience and senior-led teams. And just to our kids' credit, uh, I, you know, I got a guy like Diego Martinez or Cornhole who could go get 20 on a night. Uh, but they're, they're doing the team first thing, which, uh, we always try to preach, you know, if, if you have success, um, as a group, everyone else gets lifted up. And so, um, we're very lucky to have unselfish kids, team first kids, because there's that very fine line of your senior year. And, uh, we try to use the example of, of, of Kentucky. And I think Anthony Davis was either the fifth or sixth leading scorer on the national championship team hmm. um, at Kentucky. And he was the first overall pick, but he impacted winning in so many different ways. And so Darius Miller, which was their sixth man, still made the NBA because they won at such a high level. And so that's huge to our guys. And um, as long as we stay unselfish and, and keep caring about each other, we'll, we'll have a great chance to be successful because of that experience. Obviously, there's there's much bigger goals, you know, maybe down the uh, down the line that might present themselves in the way of championships. But is is one of the first goals, you know, uh, a Trinity League championship? That's one you can you can look at, uh, you know, in, in in about another month from now when you start that journey. Yeah, no question. I mean, that's why we come out here and lace them up every day, and and uh, we're trying to do something that's never been done here at J. Sarah. Understand the the uphill battle that we have against teams, you know, like a like a Bosco, like Modern Day, like Santa Margarita, who have that tradition and that history and it's really hard to, to get there in our league. I think it's the best league, if not in the country, definitely in Southern California, outside yeah. of you know maybe the Mission League, which is just as talented, which has great teams. But uh, that's the goal number one, win training league. We've got guys who are highly motivated. It's not going to be easy. I think Bosco's like a number 10, top 10, 15 team in the country. Yeah. You know, modern day is talented. Got guys back. Santa Margarita's talented. Uh, Orange Lutheran serve right young, but always play tough. Um, so it, it's it's a battle. And, our biggest thing is we want to win it, but this year more than ever, we've got guys who, who haven't had chances to play in game seven, eight, or nine that has implications of, of winning the Trinity League. And the biggest thing is we got to get out to a better start this year in Trinity so that we can give ourselves a chance. And, you know, last year, Sebastian got hurt, missed five games, and I think we started one and five. And it was, it was a bummer because you just didn't give yourself a chance with, the, you know, a good team. But this yeah. year, if we can stay healthy, um, we want to give ourselves a chance going into game seven, eight, nine to go win that thing. And it's going to be a dogfight as we know in the Trinity League. Yeah, it certainly is, right? It's always fun. And, uh, the, the best competition is there. And we've seen teams, 
uh, you know, second or third maybe in league and then go on and compete for CAF championships. That's how good, you know, this league is, you know, it every, yeah. every, every, every night, night I, in, night out. I, we joke about it all the time. I think, um, Two years ago when we made the Division One championship, I think we finished fourth in league and we ended up losing St. Bernard's in the championship. Modern day finished second in league this year, won the Division One championship. It, it, it's so true. It's like you could have a fourth, third or fourth team in our league and they're gonna they're gonna go go win or get to the championship of the division one playoffs. It's an, it just shows how tough it is. Yeah, I know it really is. Coach, we appreciate the time. We wish you luck. We're going to be following the lions and uh, we know it's going to be a special season and we're going to look forward to it as it unfolds. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me and uh, appreciate it. And uh, happy holidays. Yeah. Same to you. Thanks coach. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll, we're, we're going to catch up with you especially as we get into league. Sounds uh, good. Looking forward to it. Thank you again to my guest, Keith Wilkinson from J Sarah Catholic. And uh, it's going to be fun to watch the Lions. That is for sure. And we will continue in the coming weeks our winter previews and uh, talk to so many different coaches in the winter sports, uh, wrestling, soccer. Uh, we're going to give them to all of them coming up here. Uh, it's tournament season. So some of the teams are traveling. It's tough to get schedules uh, nailed down. So we're going to grab who we can grab. I, I got emails and text messages out to, to people, and we're going to grab who we can grab here when we can get them right here on Catholic Sports View. So keep it right here. This is the home of the Trinity League. We cover the Trinity League in its entirety, uh, each and every season, each and every sport. And uh, if you want to know what's going on, this is the place to do it. And we appreciate you tuning in each week here. That'll wrap things up. I am Bob Gibson. Thanks again. We'll see you next week right here on Catholic Sports View, brought to you by the Catholic Diocese of Orange, because this is where athletics meets faith. Have a great week. You've been listening to Catholic Sports View, exploring where athletics meets faith, a production of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Orange in Southern California. Tell a friend about this podcast and be sure to share on your social media platforms. We'll catch up with you again next week, right here on Catholic Sports View.